In this video, I'm going to be talking about self-sabotage and how we can deal with that because there's a lot of talk out there, a lot of deep psychology, deep philosophy that we can go into that, in my opinion, just completely makes everything so complicated. It's not as difficult as what these things are being made out to be. Also, on the other side of that coin, it isn't simply willpower that can you know, uh, transform somebody from uh, an excessive alcohol habit, for example, and then moving that into um, you know, pure living, for, for the lack of a better term. So there isn't as much in it as, as psychology and the, the, the science of psychology has. I think a lot of psychology is fraudulent, to be honest. I think it's an absolute myth. Um, but there is some work to do and there, there is something you can do to overcome self-sabotaging patterns. The first thing that I think is important to, to grasp here is that we are essentially programmable computers. We are a, a product of the natural world. And, and although a lot of people, a lot of religious and spiritual people like to consider themselves maybe over and above the natural kingdom... The reality is that we are a product of nature. Yes, we may be the highest form of nature uh, on this realm or this planet at least, but we are still a product of that nature. And uh, the highest form of nature right now has the most complex mind. So we have a mind that can be uh, malleable, it can be conditioned, it can be programmed to think in certain ways by uh, certain people with agendas. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say there's a group of people in a room trying to dictate what's going on. That's not what I'm saying. But if we look at politics, and let's take that for an example, and uh, they want people to, to vote, I don't know, let's say more towards, let's say, right-wing uh, politics. It's very easy to appeal to that person, that ideology, by using certain words, certain techniques. The same goes for left-wing, the same goes for the libertarian type, which may not be on the political spectrum at all. So using politic politics as, a, as an example, it's very easy to plant seeds and ideas in the mind that is completely biased to one side of a coin. Whatever that is in, in the context of politics, it's even easier because you can get people at loggerheads so easily. And because we're so programmable, um, it's very easy to, to, to put patterns into somebody's mind that uh, it it's creates a, a repetition. So, for example, uh, every street corner now has a coffee shop. Now, is there an agenda behind caffeine and getting the population hooked on caffeine? Possibly. However... That's sort of beyond this point. What if the, the, the idea of putting uh, coffee shops on the street corners have got people hooked to caffeine to the degree that they're not thinking and acting as they should be in, a, in an organic, natural state? I'd suggest that that is happening. I'd suggest that caffeine, alcohol, uh, cannabis, um, excessive psychedelics, um, loads of different you know, self-sabotaging patterns, overeating, uh, high sugar content stuff, that type of thing, pop. Um, that is a self-sabotaging pattern. Now, we are conditioned to do that. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo yesterday, yesterday, funnily enough, he was in an uh, interview after a game and they had Coca-Cola on the uh, interview 
stage thing and he picked up the coca-cola put it over there and replaced it with water and he said drink water when somebody with influence like that does and makes a statement such as that which is usually in the opposite direction unfortunately it's usually promoting dumb stuff at least uh, Cristiano Ronaldo's obviously switched on and, and not sold out to that degree but at least he uh, you know he did something good for the cameras there, for the main, for the masses of people, that wiped off four billion of Coca-Cola's uh, market cap in the space of like an hour or so. So it just goes to show that uh, these companies are, are easily um, devalued by people with influence doing the right thing. Because let's not make any bounds about that. Coca-Cola is d destructive to life. It's destructive for human health, right? So when Cristiano Ronaldo, the footballer from Europe, Portugal, when he does something like that, the market lets you know uh, that that has a big influence on the on the uh, on the impact, right? Now, in terms of self-sabotaging patterns, that Coca-Cola was on that desk because it was its product placement, right? It's trying to get people, especially young people, to buy into Coca-Cola. Now, Coca-Cola is self-destructive. It's placing, the, the, the product placement in this example is placing um, subconscious ideas into people's minds who haven't got that barrier up. It's placing them there so that you, uh, next time you go to a shop, you'll go to Coca-Cola, not even thinking about what's going on. There's been scientific experiments with... Um, like adverts and it'll just be a flash on a video and it'll be uh, that the people who have watched these videos uh, with the flash on they'll be tracked to see if they actually purchase or if that influence their behavior is influenced by what they've seen in that mini flash and this happens all around us because the mind because we are so high up the evolutionary track the mind is so complex that it can be um, influenced and and is very malleable to placing things in there that otherwise the person just doesn't know. So that's got to be accounted for when we look into self-sabotaging patterns. We are very programmable and it's going on all the time. And psychological manipulation by other people, uh, very often they don't even know they're doing this. You can actually become very good at doing it. It's like there's a book called Influence and Persuasion by uh, Robert Chiardini. And he talks about how to influence and persuade people. Of course, they, 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 they go on about, you know, uh, doing it ethically and morally and blah, blah, blah. But let's talk real. We're human beings, right? And people try and manipulate people. They're selling to people all the time, whether that's to try and be the friend, whether that's trying to get a job. In all aspects of life, we're always trying to influence and persuade people. It's only because we're trying to sound nice and sound good that we don't believe that that's the case. So if you go to most, most self-sabotage coaches, uh, I've studied quite a few of them, and what they tend to say is that uh, self-sabotage is because people are fearful of something. They're, they're, they're fearful of... Uh, I've studied quite a lot of self-sabotage community 
So the psychology behind self-sabotage is actually pretty simple and it's very often the opposite of what uh, people perceive it to be. Because crowd psychology, uh, take a look at a video I did on that. Um, Gustave Le Bon wrote a book about crowd psychology. Adolf Hitler used that book to, to get to where he got to. And basically what it says is that the crowd becomes one mind and if you uh, get lost in that mind, you you act in ways and behave in ways that you wouldn't do as an individual. However, the the fear of not being in the crowd isn't because you may fall below it. It's usually because you have to go above it. So in order to what we label as succeed in the world, we go above the herd. We, we take risks, we, we do things that the, let's call them the average people wouldn't do. So when we put our head above the parapet, we're there to be shot at. So what we're actually fearing with self-sabotage is we are fearing being great. We're fearing being the best version of what we perceive ourselves to be at any given time. And as we fear that what uh, Robert Robert A. Johnson, he wrote the book Inner Gold. He was a, a Jungian psychologist. He called that that gold, that wisdom, that that uh, purity within us. He called that inner gold, and that's what we're fearing here. We're fearing that magnificence that within us. We are not fearing the um, you know being average. That's not what we're fearing. We're fearing standing out and being great. And that's why we fall into these subconscious patterns. This is why we stop achieving what we can achieve because we fear uh, being better than the crowd. Now that's once again, that's a conditioning. That's as we grow up and, and through our parents and everything, we are conditioned by society, by, by the people around us to not put our head above the parapet. And this is very often why the wealthy generationally stay wealthy because they broke above the crowd and then they teach their children, their offspring to be at that level. Whereas the average person uh, is, is within the crowd and then they, they never go above and they will never go below or generally don't go below. But if we look at society in general, no one even cares about people that fall below. This is why the streets are full of homeless people. I'm talking truth here. I'm not, I'm not talking about what people want to hear. I'm going to tell you what is actually the reality. People don't care about homeless people. Very few people care. Very few people are on the street giving them food and housing them and all that. People might sound good by saying that they do these things, but the reality is that most people don't care if you fall below the crowd. People only care if you go above it because then you become a threat. You become a threat to culture, you become a threat to society, you become a threat to everything that they perceive themselves to be and what has made everything as it is. So when people see this, they automatically get their guns out and shoot at you metaphorically. They're, they're scared of you collapsing their ideas of what's right and wrong and what can be achieved. And with self-sabotage, as an individual, there's an, there's an ingrained um, knowingness, if you like, within you that if you do become better, if you do go past the herd, then you're going to be attacked. And that 
is a, a, a self-defense. It's a defense mechanism. Self-sabotage is to bring yourself back into the crowd. The reality is that all of this is an illusion. It's all a perception. It is an animal instinct, granted, but the complexity of the mind allows you to overcome that. It allows you to transcend that um, averageness. So the reality here is that if you are falling into self-sabotaging patterns, if you, let's call it diet, so if you go on a diet and you're trying to cut out carbohydrate or you're trying to come off alcohol or something, Willpower probably won't do that. But understanding that you, the reason you're doing it is because you're fearful of being great. You're fearful of your inner gold. At that point, with that understanding, you can catch yourself falling into these self-sabotaging patterns. And uh, as, a, as a practical idea here, it's a good, a good idea to not completely... Um, start trying to get rid of your, your self-sabotaging behaviours all at once. And that isn't because it can't be done, because it most definitely can. But just because it's quite overwhelming to the nervous system, physically, physiologically, first of all. Um, but also because if you, you know, f have one coffee or something and fall back a little bit, um, you very often fall into, it becomes like a, a compounded effect downwards. So as soon as you do one, you'll notice it'll just fall off. Whereas if it also works the other way. So if you can compound one, uh, let's use logarithmic numbers here. If you compound one, you then can go up and compound. It also works the other way. The same as money, the same as uh, effort, the same as everything. So self-sabotage behavior from whenever I'm uh, working on myself in that way, I generally do something small. And then over the space of two, three, four weeks, I'll add things to it. And I find that much easier than doing everything in one go. So that's my take on self-sabotage. Um, it isn't as difficult as what mainstream deep psychology, depth psychology goes into. I, I merely truly believe that self-sabotage is you, uh, that the, the individual, the programmable mind has simply been conditioned to not be great. That's it. Now you know that. Now you understand that. You can do something about it. Okay, so uh, f go on to uh, Instagram and follow me on Instagram, Project Duck Sovereign. Uh, please subscribe and do all that other good stuff. Check out my podcast. That would be great. I'll see you in the next video.